0: You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. Check out my work there. Today's episode is one that you've been asking for. It's the Recruiting Extravaganza 2.0. Now, we, you know, a couple months ago, we, we went through a whole episode where we talked about recruiting. We're going to give you two segments of recruiting news today. Um, and if you want more detailed recruiting news, because I'm not going to give you everything I know, you're going to have to check out bcbulletin.com and become one of our premium members. It's only a dollar for the first month, and I really hope you check it out because we're going to have some great Things going on on the site so that you can check out some of the news that I have discovered. First of all, let's go through the news, which are always our first segment. News, news with AJ. Boston College was quiet today in news, other than Boston College hockey landing a commitment uh, from a transfer from Penn State. They landed 23-year-old uh, left winger Sam Sternshine, who played in 19 games last year, scoring a handful of goals. Now, this is, again, another move by Jerry York to really add some veteran depth to this team. As we talked about, when they lost to St. Cloud in the tournament and they lost to UMass Lowell in the Hockey East tournament, this has been a problem. Age has been an issue with BC. They get all these blue-chip recruits in who are all 18, 19 years old. They go against a team like St. Cloud that are loaded with 21, 22-year-olds. They can't handle it. You know, the, the veteran leadership of teams like that leads to Boston College losing. So Boston College has already landed two recruits – sorry, two transfers from Bowling Green. They added this um, Sam Scherstein from Penn State. They've been rumored to have other ones. I've heard – I think his name is Matt Brown from UMass Lowell. These are all older kids. They're all 22, 23-year-olds playing their postgraduate year at Boston College. And I think this is a great move because – you know Jerry York's going to always get his blue chippers in. He's going to have a, a a stacked recruiting class coming in for the class of twenty twenty one. But to complement them with kids that have played for years, you know Scherstein has already played four years at the at the collegiate level. That's a good move for the for the for Boston College hockey, and I think it's going to put them in a better position even without Spencer Knight, even without Alex Newhook and Matt Boldy. They're going to be in a better chance to win some titles next year. They may not win as many games, but as a program, they'll be a stronger team that is well-positioned to win those games. So, And I had a little BC football recruiting news. Mansoor D- Delane of uh, Maryland, he plays at Savern High in Maryland. He put Boston College in his top eight with other ACC and Big Ten programs. I mean, it sounds good for BC uh, football w- with him, uh, but they've they've got their toes in with a lot of different defensive backs. So check that out. There's a free uh, read about his top eight on BC Bulletin. And our final little topic in the news isn't really a news article per se, but some days you know you go into this and there's really not um, news with Boston College because we're we're in the off season, right? Well, let's look at one of my new accounts that I just I cannot stop hate watching, and it's this. Twitter account called Big Game Boomer on Twitter, and you can find him. Everyone's retweeting him. And every day he does like this top 50 thing, and it's always power five schools. Um, And this today he did the top 50 college head coaches entering the 2021 season. And, you know, he does one of these lists every day, and, and you can argue with it, but this one made me laugh. It was the top 50 head coaches, right? So you go and you get your top two and three, and you, you know who they're going to be. It's Nick Saban, Dabo Swinney, Brian Day, Lincoln Kelly, uh, Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly, excuse me, Mac Brown's up there, and then Matt Campbell. You know, you can't argue with Matt Campbell or Pat Fitzgerald. But then you look, and you're like, where is Jeff Hafley? Still no. Mark Stoop is up there. Yep, no, no Jeff Hafley. Okay, wait a minute. Manny Diaz is up there. Still no Jeff Hafley. Sam Pittman? Really? No Jeff Halfley. All right, we're getting down to 37. Brett Bielma? Dave Clossett? No Jeff Hafley. Okay, whatever. We're getting down further. Patnar Doozy. Josh Weeple? What? No Jeff Halfley. Mike Loxley? Okay, whatever. Jeff Brum? Mike Norvell? Um, Jeff Collins? and who, be- who Jeff Halfley just beat pretty soundly last year? And Scott Frost? All ahead of Jeff Hafley, Scott Frost, a guy who has got his, half his, you know, ninety percent of him kicked out of Nebraska already. All in front of Jeff Hafley. Now, now let me say, I don't want to come off as a honk here because Jeff Hafley really hasn't done anything yet. But a lot of these guys, guys like Sam Pittman, were put up there based. I'm sure by this guy's, um, you know, decision making that he's been able to turn around a program. Look what Jeff Hafley did in one season. The, what he did with that offense, the way he's got this program settled, and you could argue that he should be a top—I'm not saying he needs to be top 25, but he should be on that list, and he's not, and I think that's ridiculous. And, it, you know, check it out because it, it, I, I tweeted out, you know, a couple clown faces to, to the, the, the list, but— you know, I, I don't think Boston College gets any credit from a lot of different uh, sources. And, you know, this guy clearly is a big Oklahoma fan, so I'm sure he knows nothing about Boston College and probably has never seen Jeff Halfley coach. Oh, oh the other one he has on there, Shane Beamer, who's never coached a game in his life, as far as I know. Uh, the new head coach of South Carolina. Yeah, he's definitely a top 50 head coach over Jeff Halfley, not coaching at all. So, yeah, it, this, this, um, this post is is kind of humorous, and I wanted to rant about it. So it's my podcast, and I got a chance to do it. So in our second co- uh, segment, I'm going to look at what Boston College has going for it in recruiting, where they're at with the class of 2022. I'll get you all caught up. But before we do that, let's get into bet online. Are you looking to make some money on your sports action betting? Head on over to BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest, easiest way to make all your sports actions. This week has tons of sports action on the go with Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Online. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. Again, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. Now let's talk about recruiting. This is this is the bread and butter of where we're at with Boston College football. Now, as we all know, BC football is going to be able to start bringing in. Uh, visitors on campus starting in June. And they've already got four or five lined up. You can get them if you're a premium member on bcbulletin.com. But they also have 12 recruits that are already committed. And I'm going to kind of go over where they're at with each one. Now, you, you can look at this class and you can get really excited. I think they were ranked 16th last I had checked. Now, Is it realistic for them to finish 16th? No. But they could be a top 25 team, especially with some of these other, you know, lingering four-star recruits that they're still locked in on. And I just wanted to say yesterday they offered a five-star recruit, which I haven't seen Boston College do in a while, Alex Birchmeyer, an offensive tackle out of Virginia. Guess who his lead recruiter is? That's right, Azar Abdul-Rahim. So, you know, he's got a ton of big offers, but hey – Give me your chances, give me my chances with Azar Abdul Rahim against any recruiter. You never know. And uh, so he'll be someone to watch to see if he actually does take a visit to BC. Um, it, it seems like a long shot, but it's worth watching. Now, of course, the crown jewel of this class has to be the quarterback, Peter Delaportis out of Pope John in New Jersey. He's a three-star recruit. You know he he's on a really bad high school team, <laughs> so his statistics are not going to be reflective of what he can do. I think he only threw for like seventeen hundred yards last year. You know when you when you're playing college a high school ball, you want a kid that can throw gaudy numbers. He didn't do that, but that's because I I from what I've heard his team isn't all that great. And he plays in a good conference, so um, I've seen some uh, some film of him throwing. He looks like he's got good form. And I you know what, with Delaportis, it's gonna be interesting to see if he sticks, you know, if he's gonna be the guy to replace Phil Dracovic when Djokovic leaves. Now, if Dracovic leaves after this year, it probably won't be Delaportis as a true freshman. I'm sure that they have someone else they can throw in for one season. But if Delop if Dracovic stays until 2022, uh 2023, excuse me, I think that you know leads directly into Delaportis becoming the starting QB. So we'll have to see what happens with him. You know, he's about as locked in as you're going to get. So don't worry about him being flipped, him going someplace else, someone else reaching in and grabbing him. Unless some, like, Ohio State or Florida or one of those blue bloods come in and really push for him, when most of those schools already have quarterbacks, I don't see Delaportis going anywhere. So he's a good one. I think fans are going to really be excited about him. Now, Boston College also has a trio of really talented local kids. First of all, they have Matt Reagan, who is a three-star tight end, and I think is going to be the future at this position. But you look at next to him, they have Jack Funk, who is a 6'6 offensive tackle. And on top of that, Joseph Griffin Jr., a wide receiver from Springfield, Mass., who's a four-star wide receiver. Now, Reagan, as I said, he goes to Lawrence Academy. He is a big dude, good catch radius. I think, you know, you're looking for the future of this position. You don't know what you have on your roster right now. Charlie Gordon here looks okay, Joey Lucetti. But when you're looking for, you know, the next Hunter Long, the next big pass catching tight end, I like what we have coming in this class. And I think Matt Reagan will be a name we're gonna watch for. He's explosive. He moves like a tight oh, like a wide receiver. Big time matchup problem. He's exactly what you want at that position. And when you you know Jack Flunk, I think fits perfectly, you know, you're looking for offensive linemen and of course you want to get like those four star and five star recruits if you can, but you also want to get developmental guys because offensive linemen all along are developmental players. Funk and Noah Clifford, who I'll skip and just kind of break I'll jump him in here too. Those two I believe are going to be the big developmental players on offensive line. You get two guys that don't have rankings, but I think you you get a good coaching staff. You get, you know, Matt Applebaum in there to work with them. They're clay. And they're physically talented clay that can do what you need them to do. And I think that's good. You don't, you know, that's what Boston College and offensive linemen are bred on. So those two will be fine. And as I mentioned, Joseph Griffin, the fourth, got his four star. The reason he got his four star is I think he's the most explosive player Boston College has in this class. I know they don't have a lot of other wide, you know, they have Ismail Samor, too, excuse me, the other um, Massachusetts kid. But Griffin, my goodness, is going to be an explosive player. And I think you know, with the loss probably next year of Lewis, uh, Kobe White, and possibly Zay Flowers, they're going to need to add some depth there behind Taji Johnson and Ethan Williams, and maybe even Jalen Gill if he still sticks around. And I think that Joseph Griffin the fourth is uh, Joseph Griffin the second is going to be that guy. Uh, so he's a, he's really talented as well. In terms of talent, is on top of that. You know Boston College. We'll talk about what they're going to look for moving forward, but Joseph Jamal Hood of St. Francis Academy is going to be a big-time cornerback, and he got his fourth star on um, 247 recently, and looks to be a really dynamic cornerback. He was the the MVP of the Under Armour Under Armour tournament uh, recently at the defensive back position, and you know he plays for a powerhouse school. You know St. Francis is probably one of the top five or ten programs in the country. They churn out uh, NCAA tournament, Power Five level recruits all the time. You know, CJ Burton's on that team, and you know Boston College is constantly pushing to get more kids from that school. And you, know, you see Azhar Abdulrahim constantly getting you know commitments from or offers to the to kids from that school. Hood is ranked 49th in his position at defensive back. Really talented player. I, I really think he's going to be something special. And then finally, you know. You got you have C.J. Kling Scales, who is a uh, running back, and I I like him, and I think he's going to lead to something in the second uh, second segment. You know, good speedy back, really in that running back mold that you're looking for. Um, that is not like the David Bailey, A.J. Dillon, more of the. You know, Deion Lewis, um, you know, scat back that can get out of the backfield, catch a pass, is quick, works well in zone blocking. I think Klink Scales is going to do a really nice job with that. And then you also include with this group uh, two more. Like, it's just incredible when you look at the talent on this roster. I'm like going through this and going, man, they got a ton of talent already and they're still working on it. Jeremiah Franklin is probably the recruit to watch in terms of decommitment threat. He's a three-star out of Walkersville, Maryland. He's a tight end. They already have one on their roster. But there's other schools pushing for him. I saw Wisconsin offer him. I know there's other schools that are going to want him. Um, I'm not sure how how tough he is in terms of staying with BC. So, you know, But bringing him and Reagan in at tight end really kind of solidifies the, the no tight ends that they got last year, which I thought was interesting. But um, when you get talent like this, you can do that. And then finally, Quan Williams. Um quan Williams is a defensive lineman, four-star again, <laughs> like everyone on this roster is like you know, borderline four-star. Um, super talented. I couldn't believe they got him. He's gonna be a defensive tackle up the middle. I think, you know, BC is gonna add around him, and that that's that's key. So how how can you not be excited about this 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 group so far? You know, you have so many guys that either have been or will be four-star recruits. This, this roster is set to be a top 25 recruiting class. Jeff Halfley has done some incredible work and we're gonna talk about where it could go from here. But you know what else I like? Built Bars. Built Bars are protein bars that taste like candy bars and are 100% covered in chocolate. They have nine delicious flavors right now and occasional limited time flavors that you gotta check out. They include coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel. And you know what? If you don't know which one you want, they have mixed boxes. You can get two of each of them so you can find out which one you like. Most of the flavors have about 17 grams of protein, about 130 calories, and only 4 grams of sugar. So you're getting these delicious bars that are not only tasty, but they're good for you too. Now, if you head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. If you are enjoying my coverage of recruiting – I recommend you head over to bcbulletin.com and check out my work there. If you click on the recruiting tab, there's all sorts of work. And you're going to see some of it's behind premium walls. It's only a dollar for the first month and $5 a month after that. So I have interviews. I give you analysis. I give you everything that you want from someone who's covered Boston College for years, who's a BC grad. He knows what you know needs to, to happen for Boston College to be successful. You, you're going to want to check that out. I think it's going to be a great uh, service and something you'll enjoy. So... Boston College has currently 12 recruits. They could get 10, 15. It doesn't, you know, I've heard different numbers. Um, I'm not sure what this class is going to look like. But where are they going to spend those scholarships? Now, they are pushing hard at specific positions, and you can see what they're looking at. First of all, I expect them to take at least one more offensive lineman. Now, if you're going to check out our site tomorrow, they've offered two in the last few days. I mentioned Alex Berkschmeyer, the five-star, but they also offered um, Isaiah Montgomery as well, um, and I have an interview with him coming up uh, on the site as well. So I think they'll get one offensive lineman. I'm not sure where that's going to be, but we'll find out if they actually fill that out. I think the positions of real interest to watch are a few. I think they're going to still go after those speed positions. So, athletes, including defensive backs and wide receivers. You know, they have a handful of wide receivers already. So, they'll probably go for maybe one more. But I think the defensive back position, they've offered so many different players, you know, between uh, VJ Payne and uh, Corey Lyde. And you're seeing all these different names pop up. They're they're really talented kids. Um, I think they're going to offer a bunch and really push for some of those defensive backs. Secondly, I think the defensive line is going to be a position they're going to really push for. Um, You know, we've already seen Quan Williams, but, you know, there's Donovan Spellman and Gilbert Tongrongu who are both uh, already got their visit set to Boston College. You're going to see guys— other names pop up as well at the defensive line position expect at least two to three I would think at this point on the defensive line and that could be defensive ends and defensive tackles I I mean at this point I would I would go with probably two defensive ends and one defensive tackle but we'll see how they roll with that I've already listed names on the site before of names you want to watch for um VJ Payne who's an outside linebacker slash safety hybrid I I feel like he's gonna be someone to watch for and Cam Johnson from St. Francis is at school again um a cornerback, I feel like he's a name you're going to keep an eye on. Um, and then, and as I mentioned, Tong and Spellman, I, I still feel that they're both um, names to keep an eye on as well. Um, so you have all of these recruits, and how Boston College plays this dead period is going to be interesting to watch. Um, as they get out of it, will they rush? To get kids on campus, or are they going to continue to slow roll it? Obviously, right now, they've only got five or six uh, commitments or recruits, excuse me, coming to Boston College in the next month. But will that change? Now, what I don't expect Boston College to do is I don't expect them to go out and get another quarterback. So they already have Delaportis. You know, they've been building one quarterback per class. They may get one, but it won't be a big name, it'll be kind of a depth player. Um, so I don't expect them to go there. They may get another running back. I, I do expect them to do one more running back, and that could be someone like Xavier Brown or Alex Broom. I know those are two names that have popped up quite a bit, but those are that's a position to kind of keep an eye on. And outside linebacker, linebacker hybrid, you might see one more there as well. So the only positions, you know, that I, I still think that you're going to see the the, the the athlete slash defensive backs getting quite a few, the defensive line getting quite a few, and then maybe a smattering everywhere else on the roster. Uh, but I think, you know, the next month or so, two months, right up until the start of the season is going to be nuts in college football in terms of recruiting. So you're going to want to keep your eye open on the news that goes along with that. And I don't know about you, but I get a feeling once these coaches get a chance to meet Recruits to, to to do their pitches in person. We're gonna see what could be a, a, an extraordinary recruiting class. You know, top twenty five. I'm looking at it. I still think it could happen. I could see that actually happening when these kids get to meet Coach Halfley or Coach Ogabase or Tem Lokabu. These got these coaches, are so relatable. You know, and you hear it from the kids that got to meet them on Zoom. Wait till they meet them in person. Wait till they get to have them on campus. I think that's going to be a game changer. So this is AJ Black. Next week, we're going to start kicking off some of our off-season topics. I'm going to start doing some position previews. We're going to look at um, our mailbag mail and all the good BC news that you come to expect from Locked On Boston College. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. If you did Go over to Apple and give us a five-star review and write why you like the podcast. It does help us grow, and we've had a record-breaking week, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, If you enjoy us, share us with a family or friend. Send it to them and say, hey, you know, college football is only a couple more months off, but here's uh, a great podcast that really gets into the nitty-gritty of BC football. So I hope you enjoyed our podcast, and we'll see you again on Monday for another episode. Take care, everyone.